Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 137 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for your word. Help us receive the message you have for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what's happening in Luke chapter 4. Jesus is full of the Holy Spirit and led into the wilderness where he was tested and tried. And in my Bible, it says he was exceedingly tested and tried. It seems he was continually being tested by the enemy. We read about a few of the interchanges between them and find Jesus quoted scripture to fight him, and he was victorious. I've mentioned this before, but I'm mentioning it again. Jesus quoted out of the book of Deuteronomy each time. The scripture references are worthy of looking up and writing on note cards to refer to often, especially when we are being tempted. Deuteronomy 8.3 can be used in times of temptation to food. Deuteronomy 6.13 and 10.20 can be used in times of temptation to power. Deuteronomy 6.16 can be used when we are tempted to do something dangerous or lacking in wisdom. We read the enemy left Jesus for a time, but would come back at another more opportune and favorable time. Jesus was tempted more than we read about right here. He knows and understands our times of trials and temptations and runs to our aid. We need only call out to him and allow him to protect and guide us. I cannot stress enough the importance of being in the word and reciting scripture, so we have it on hand when the need arises. Let's see what Peter is writing about in chapter 4. He is writing about suffering and persecution again. He encourages the people to stay strong in their faith through suffering and give glory to God that they were worthy enough to suffer. See, the Gentiles were the ones who were persecuting them because in the past, both the Israelites and the Gentiles were ruled by their sinful hearts. They all spent time over drinking and overindulging in sinful activities. But when the new believers were saved, they stopped. Well, we know the term party pooper and people don't usually like them. The dislike for these new believers incited more dislike and ultimately persecution. Peter points out that we can barely stand up under this kind of duress and wonders what will happen to those who don't even try, those who blaspheme the Lord. Let us continue to stand strong and endure in our faith until the Lord brings us home. Verse 8 is underlined in my Bible and says, Above all things have intense and unfailing love for one another, for love covers a multitude of sins, forgives and disregards the offenses of others. Love does cover sin. Jesus is love and he covered our sins. Are we not then obligated to cover one another's sins? I believe so. So let us love one another past each other's sins, just as God does. If this proves to be difficult, we can ask God to help us love others. Help us love the unlovable, for he loves us all and he will put abundant love in our hearts. Well, let's see what's happening with David in 2 Samuel chapter 11. David sent Joab and the other Israelite warriors to battle the Ammonites. King David stayed behind in Jerusalem, and we read about his infidelity in this chapter. The last verse tells us the thing that David had done was evil in the sight of the Lord. David became smitten with a woman named Bathsheba and slept with her. He sent a message to Joab to send her husband back home. David had him eat with him and sent him to his home. However, he never went there. His honor was kept to his men and his leaders. So David's plan was thwarted. He wanted Uriah to sleep with Bathsheba so it would explain her pregnancy. But since this didn't happen, and David gave him more than one chance, he sent a message to Joab to have Uriah put on the most dangerous front lines and not protect him. Of course, Uriah died in this battle. When Bathsheba's mourning for her husband was over, she went to live in the palace with King David. 
In chapter 12, the prophet Nathan was sent to David to tell him about God's wrath against him. David immediately saw he had done wrong and confessed. Nathan told him the Lord put away his sin and he would not die. However, the son of Bathsheba would. We read about the seven days the baby was sick leading up to his death. David fasted and prayed those seven days. But when the baby died, he got up, cleaned up, and went to worship the Lord. David also then went to comfort Bathsheba. He lay with her again and she became pregnant with Solomon. God loved Solomon. We don't know exactly why, but he loved him from the beginning of his life. Verse 25 says, Nathan the prophet called him Jedidiah, which means beloved of the Lord. Jesus' lineage comes directly from David and through Solomon. God chose this. It shows us God is a forgiving and loving God. He could have cut David out of his plan because of his sin. God used it to bring his son into the world to ultimately forgive all our sins. This passage shows us we cannot run from the love of God, my friend. His love will find us just as it did King David and his son Solomon. Next, Joab was fighting well against the Ammonites, and he called for David to come because he needed David to be the one to overtake the city so David would receive the credit. This is true humility. Verse 28 says, Now therefore assemble the rest of the men and camp against the city and take it, lest I take it, and it be called after my name. Wow, what a commander and what a humble man he was. His service to David was great. The author of Psalm 137 is unknown, but it was someone who knew about the Babylonian capture of the Israelites. When they were captured, they were asked to sing to the Babylonians. As we read in this psalm, they did not. Verse 2 says, On the willow trees in the midst of Babylon we hung our harps. They could not muster a song while they were in captivity, and they were in captivity for 70 years. Let us pray. Oh, Lord, thank you for being the God who forgives. Thank you for showing us your loving heart. Help us love others as you ask us to. May you impart more wisdom into our hearts. Help us stay vigilant in our faith and endure even during hardships. Keep our eyes on you, Lord, and keep us yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.